Hey, I'm Jacob. And I'm Alden. And we're both teachers at a Canadian school in China. And we're searching for answers. But poorly! So that makes us real human beings. This is our podcast where we talk about random stuff like uh, movies, TV shows, music. Life in China, teaching, politics, sports, pretty much whatever we're interested in. Uh, so what's on the schedule today? Today we're going to talk about what we accomplished with this podcast and how it feels being almost done in China. Because this is the last podcast that we recorded in China. To step behind the curtain a bit, this is a super late release, of course, as you can tell by the date. We recorded in June 2019, and now it's only being released in 2020. And it wasn't a particularly hard one to edit. But I think that the reason why it took so long is because part of me didn't want any of this to be over. And if, uh, if this last podcast dropped, then maybe there would be no more reason to revisit this. And maybe that amazing adventure that I had with all my friends would go away. That's kind of silly, but I think subconsciously that's, um, that's where I was at these last couple months. Of course, I was proven wrong about all that, and I'm still in contact with all my real human beings including Alden, which I should mention because there might be a little something coming your way after this one. So don't unsubscribe from this podcast feed quite yet. There might be more still to come. For now, let's go on to episode 34 and a look back at our real human being lives. Some roses so, and whiskers on what? kittens. Cellophane packages <laughs> tied up in strings. These are a few of my favorite bings. Alden and Jacob and Melanie and Amanda. <laughs> Stephen and Smart. And, and Stephen and Smart. <laughs> I like that. Fuller yeah. and Wyatt. Demaria. Uh, Julie and Kelsey. <laughs> These are a few of my favorite bings. I wonder if I missed anybody. We've had a we've had a bunch of people on. Yeah. That's kinda cool. That's good. Well, dear listener, there comes a time all seasons must come to pass. So let's remember the best bings and moments we've had. Welcome to this, the penultimate episode of Real Human Bings in China. I'm joined today by my dear friend and co-host, editor in chief. And co-founder of Dark Wolf Media and Jacob Skimmerhorn. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Uh, long time, first time. I'm pretty sure I said that before. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. We can repeat jokes. Why is it penultimate? Because I'm pretty sure this is the last. I think penultimate... Penultimate is the second to last. Yeah, I know. That's why. <laughs> that way it never ends. Um, th- thanks for having me, though. Uh, I am happy to be here. Um... What are we? What are we? What are we talking about today? What are? What are? What do you wanna? Well, we're we're at the into, we're in the end game now, to yeah. quote to quote Captain America. Uh, uh, does he say that? I think it's or is it Tony J? Tony J. Tony J. Stark. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, Tony Junior Stark. No, um, 
Who says that we're in the end game now? Maybe it's Thanos? Anyway. I don't know. We're it in the end really game. Matter. We're in the final week of Jacob and I being in China. So we thought that we'd take this moment and episode to reflect, share, and reminisce on some of the many multifarious events we've had throughout our time in this Asiatic country. Ooh. Well, Asiatic's Asiatic. correct. Yeah, sure, that sounds weird. Fine. You don't hear it that often. I'll say it, say it again. No, I, no, it's fine. <laughs> I, we can just say that my language is problematic. <laughs> you don't support it. <laughs> in China, um, in China. So uh, I think uh, we can start sort of at the beginning, which would be... A very good place to start. Thank you. To quote some famous author who I don't know the name no, of. No, to quote the sound of music. Oh. From which this episode has the title inspired by. True. Except it's from a different song, A Very Good Place to Start. Anyways, let's <laughs> start at the beginning, A Very Good Place to Start. Let's start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Uh, we're going to start at the beginning at the founding of the media company Dark Wolf. And uh, it's Genesis, it's two co-founders, and what aligned their interests. Uh, really what it is, is uh, this podcast and its birth. Um, no, uh, this started because uh, Jacob and I, we weren't friends back then. Uh, and, no, yeah. well, I think you had mentioned that you listened to podcasts. And I was like, that's neat. Yeah. And then we became friends through D&D. And then D&D was first, I believe, if I'm getting my timelines correct. Because the first episode was January, right? Yeah, January. So, okay, the way I remember it, yes, yeah, I do really like podcasts. Uh, I listen to them all the time. I, yeah, yeah, I spent a lot of time just with... Oh, I remember what I'm not in my ears. We then um, watched a, a movie uh, called Fire and Ice with a friend of ours here. And there's a character in it called Dark Wolf. And we were kind of bonding over that. And uh, that was... a Ralph Bakshi movie. Great film. Uh, great film. Yeah, it's good to watch. Maybe not a great film, but there's a char- yeah, there's a character named Dark Wolf who's basically Batman. Stone Age Batman. A, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's it's and so we were yeah. bonding over that. Well, we... yeah. I mean, this was towards the early days. Yeah. I mean, like we went to IKEA together. You mm-hmm. know, if you really want to test the bonds of a, of a, of a relationship, you go to IKEA together and you see if you can make a day out of it. Yeah. Um, no, and, and and I remember, yeah, mentioning that I really like podcasts, and you said we should start our own. Yeah. And I was a little bit lukewarm to the idea because I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't like know this if, guy. Well, more of like, I don't know if it would be interesting at right. all or anything like that. Right. I think you can remember, I think you can tell like from the very first episode that we kind of just started doing it. Yeah. And like, even then we're discovering what what is the process yeah here? what is this nature yeah. and so we watched we watched Arrival yeah and then we talked about it that was the right. first thing oh that was the beginning it was it was it was right over you were right it started in January because it was during or February yeah January, February one of those yeah um, because it was right uh, during our winter break in yeah. China which is a yeah. very long time like four yeah five, five weeks five it was five weeks. weeks that first year yeah five weeks that first year so and I kind of I kind of cajoled slash forced you because I bought a mic you bought a mic. I bought a mic preemptively, and I was like, I bought a mic, let's do it now. Let's do it today. Yeah, yeah. we've always <laughs> talked about this, um, that Alden is a frying pan, and I'm more of a crock pot in the way that uh, 
inspiration strikes and then yeah. kind of, you know, as a bolt of lightning and uh-huh. it heats up really quickly for all that. It fries and then it's out of the frying pan. Whereas <laughs> for me, a crock pot needs to sit stewing on the, on the thing, on the counter for a while before I, it's really, truly where I feel like yeah. it's ready. Yeah. Um, and I will always appreciate that, the fact that your frying pan got this crock pot started um, with that. So I remember trying to discover how to actually put a podcast out onto the airwaves. Yeah. And, um, that was a whole process. Yeah. And, and setting up a Squarespace, uh, website, which actually turned out to be pretty easy. Yeah. There's like, you just look up online, basically. Yeah. How do you want to do just this? Just Google foo. And then, and then we, and then we actually got like approved by, well not approved. It's not really that hard, but like picked up by Apple, yeah. like, like Apple us. podcasts, <laughs> like iTunes that, that's more official, I yeah. feel like, because it's officially shows up whenever you search. Yeah. Whereas you can, you can add podcasts by RSS feeds, yeah. um, which we had in the beginning. We had in the beginning, and that was the original way that you could actually listen to it first. But then when we finally got, when I finally figured out how to put us on iTunes, that made me feel like, oh my god, that's cool. You can actually look up like there's metadata mm-hmm. on our podcast, mm-hmm. like how many hours listened to, mm-hmm. how many people downloaded it, blah blah blah. But I feel like ours is like. Like, the metadata is, like, estimates, mm-hmm. so ours is too low, like, not enough people even listen to it for right. it to, for anything to pick up, because for it def- always says, it always says, like, zero, or right. it says, like, one, yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure that more than, I mean, it's not a lot, but I do know friends and family do actually yeah. download it, and we <laughs> stole people's computers and forced them to sign up, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny. We should just keep doing that. We should yeah, just, yeah, just aggressively make people subscribe. Um, if they have their iPhone, I would just tell them, hey... <laughs> Yeah, and I remember being uh, the very first vacation that I did here in in Asia, being in a hotel room in Thailand mm-hmm. and uh, listening to myself in a podcast. Like we had the first three episodes or something like that. And I remember listening back to them, being like, "Hey, okay, mm-hmm. okay, this this works." I remember being really nervous about the very first one mm-hmm. about like. I don't know, mm-hmm. uh, saying the right things and everything, yeah. and, and like having it turn out all right. See, that's fine. I'll always say the wrong things. So well, <laughs> it, it kind of when I got my grubby little paws on um, mm-hmm. the recording, yeah. the audio files, yeah. that made me a little bit more comfortable right. because I was able to kind of like control it more right, yeah. and be able to cut out uh, my horrible statements. No, well, I mean, I, keep, I did. Go I keep there. all those in. <laughs> I I cut out my horrible statements, right, right, right. but I leave yours in because I want to make myself look like the, the, the most logical man. It's just anytime I talk, Mimi Dum Dum. <laughs> <laughs> Very selfish. Yes. Um, <laughs> Uh, I can't stand anybody else uh, talking. I don't know. I've read the I've read the Reddit. I've read the subreddit. I know that's what you fuckers think of me. Like I'm a controlling <laughs> asshole. Yeah, that'd I guess be funny if we had enough for a subreddit. That'd be cool. One subscriber. Like, it's me. I'm gonna start it tonight. Okay, cool. <laughs> start a subreddit. Yeah, and then I kind of just took off, and yeah. I think we've averaged like you did the math. I did the math. It's 34, and we've been here for eight months of the year per year. 34 divided by 24? Mm-hmm. Yeah, 1.4. With one and, a half. one and a half episodes per month, which is yeah, ish. pretty good. Plus the bonus, plus all of chips, plus yeah. all, of, you know, yeah. all the side stuff, all the bonus. Yeah, I mean, this has been a really generative yeah. part of the procedure. And um, yeah, no, I'm, and, and we we're talking about this before, but like, I am proud of the fact that we did create 
this much here. Yeah. <clears throat> On well, top of, I would argue you created the most. Uh, it's collaborative. <laughs> it's collaborative. Come on. Collaborative. 90% of the ed- well, no, a hundred percent of the editing is done by you. So for the audio, but yeah. I mean, you you've done like video stuff. Not really. I did the music way, way back when. Yeah, you did the music. The music is baller. I have so many, I have music files that I've never used because we just don't have the segments. Uh, And then, no, I am, I am, but I'm always, I'm always going to have my inferiority complex. Sure. Rise to the surface. Come on, but you got to be proud at least a little bit of the fact that we did this together. Oh yeah. 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 I I don't know. and And I am, I really am like. Like, I generally am not, I'm generally pretty uh, self-deprecating. Right. But in, in, in this, I think, yeah, it's a really actually something I'm really proud of. Uh, and so I, I hope all you guys think that, too, that we're listening. Probably, I don't know why you would if you did. I don't know why you'd be listening if you didn't. <laughs> you weren't, like, a friend or family. <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, that's the start, yeah. I guess. And yeah. Up until. And then we just kept it doing. We usually just revolved around like whatever we were like interested in in terms of like pop culture, which was a pretty solid. Like the like the opening says. Yeah. Uh, this is our podcast yeah, where we talk, talk about, about random things, <laughs> teaching, politics, not history, too much, not too much teaching music. anymore. We we've, we've died down on that. Well. It's hard yeah, to. Yeah, I mean, we've touched on the topic of education a couple times, but yeah, it's yeah. never never that much. Um, no, I, I think. Thinking about like favorite Bing moments, I, I really like the idea that we we caught on to like real human Bing searches. Mm-hmm. And real human Bing field trips. Mm-hmm. Wow, have we got a treat for you today? Follow me, and together we can find a real human thing. Today on Field Trips. I think those two are a really interesting like look, specifically mm-hmm. into like China. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know probably the best real human being search was Gary Gygax. Though. Yes. I think that one, like I really, man, Gygax. Mm-hmm. That was definitely my favorite episode. Yeah. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah. That was my favorite episode. Yeah. Because it just like, it works well. Yeah. It's it's a great yeah. it's a great story. Yeah. Do you, so you mean the whole entire episode or just that one section? Uh, oh, I think for section. Yeah, I think for section. section. Yeah, definitely. I don't know because that, that was also bit. the very first um, uh, playlist of our lives yeah. with the uh, big butts. That was a good one too. Yeah, I actually, um, think the, the that whole one, episode that is a good solid. Too. Yeah, that was pretty good too. <laughs> honestly, um, yeah, no, I think I think that is one thing that is kind of more unique to. Uh, to what we have here and like thinking about like especially i think field trips i think that one was definitely something that's like mm-hmm. something different and i think definitely those are some of my favorites um i really enjoyed uh, the the big thing that i really enjoyed is chips in china now it's time for chips in china um because i am a masochist and i hate <laughs> myself but uh, also, that book is horrible. Yeah. If you guys haven't listened to it, uh, just send us a DM. Yeah, we're um, it's it's behind a it's behind a, a password, but really, you uh, should probably check our email. If yeah. you ask, uh, just give it to you uh, yeah. either on Instagram, Twitter, mm-hmm. email, whatever. Um, but yeah, it all revolves revolves around a uh, 
really bad book. Yeah. And then we have our friends uh, react to it. I, I'm really proud of that. I think those those are really great. A lot of episodes there. Yeah, um, it's pretty god awful. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not good at all. Um, yeah, I, one of one of the things, a couple of the things that like I wish is like my computer got corrupted and stuff. So there's a couple files that I'm hoping to recover, and mm. including one that hopefully maybe we'll be able to get back. The lost episode. There's a lost episode we talk about. Um, a really good movie. Yeah. Uh, thank. Have a nice day. Mm-hmm. And um, Chinese Halloween, mm-hmm. which I thought was really actually ended up being really good. Yeah. And uh, yeah, unfortunately, um, got lost. lost. Ho- hopefully, we'll be able to get it back. Um, one of the other things is that uh, we I teased it, and uh, as early as um, I don't know episode four, yeah, when she actually like came on. Yeah. Uh, but Amanda Joyce uh, talking about Wild Wild West, mm-hmm. um, we were we weren't able to get an episode of that which is unfortunate but uh that was one that was always that was one that was always in the the Mm -hmm. back of it the Um, backlog the backlog yeah um i don't know i I think those are some of my favorite yeah definitely it was fun it was like it was something that wasn't school related and like i'll you know i'll I'll always still kick myself for not like putting in my all because i definitely could have put in more effort with like side projects uh, you literally always say. This. I know. I literally always say. And that's the thing. It's like it's, there's it's this endless uh, recriminatory loop of like yeah. feeling shitty about myself, but not enough to really change my ways. And then I'm just gonna die lonely and unsatisfied with what I did in life. Guys, send Alden a message because he he could use it. But uh, you're right. Your you're, you're right. In uh, that sense, uh, I yeah. definitely I definitely am stuck in that loop of it. Uh, but I am happy with what we did do. And, yeah. Like. I just I just need to you know perspective like remind myself yeah I'm doing it for myself right? um, and like if that's yeah yeah so I guess you know. talking about that kind of makes me think of the next the next segment which yes. is kind of like I was thinking about hopes for the future like what do you what do you hope for not just the future of this but the future of kind of of all mankind well the future of all of the, for this project for other projects for work for for yeah. anything. Like like where where are you at right now here at um Dark on Wolf June twenty fifth, twenty nineteen. I know right, five days out. Uh, I hope to still do podcast stuff. I really do enjoy that. Yeah, I really think that would be fun to do, mm-hmm. no matter what it is. I would like to actually like complete more projects in terms of like not just with Dark Wolf Media mm-hmm. when it comes to like editing stuff and actually like putting out other things but um also just music i'm like just trying i don't know just doing more things i keep saying that's the thing i say every time yeah and that's the thing that i'll always run up into like i've got so many plans like verbalizing them they say verbalizing plans uh uh stops you from doing them in the first place so like by saying something your brain already releases your brain goes hey you did it endorphins yeah so they kind of get lazy about it i was reading an article on reddit uh, because of course well from reddit through reddit rather well no it's not of course because usually you say 4chan yeah it's true through reddit i found an article where there was a study released about procrastination Uh and the scientists who were Mm -hmm. doing the study were doing it through university students and they're they're like it's it's not laziness it's Uh a combination of uh fear uh, like sensations of uh, uh-huh. like anxiety, yeah, and like other things uh-huh. that actually cause procrastination. It's not that you're 
being lazy. It's that there's something else that's in the way. It just comes across. It's just that it's coming across as laziness. Again, I mean, they're not saying laziness is completely out of the picture, but they're saying, like, procrastination is just, yeah. isn't just a one-note thing. I don't know. I'm, that makes sense to me, I don't know, the yeah. fact that it would be like that. Um, yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I just hope that we keep we keep trucking along and we just keep forcing ourselves to do it because yeah. that's literally the only way that I know that I can make myself do things. Uh-huh. Is like to force myself, and yeah, like, okay. and I'll, like, I'll be interested to see I, that. I still want to try and edit the footage that we do have. Like, I definitely. Well, I. That's. A, I will say this: um, uh, if you're beating yourself up or whatever, but this is totally unbidden. I was going to say this anyways. Um, the, the we have a lot of video projects uh, that we have in the in the tube, and uh, we, we finished some of them. Uh, uh, we've we've recorded a lot. Uh, uh, who knows where that's going to go? Uh, but for a lot of the, this one video project in particular, that's like all you. Like you yeah. have the vision behind it, and I, I I think I get a little bit of what you're going for. But yeah. the all of that is is all you, and I I, I give you the ultimate props when it comes. comes yeah, no, I I know. It's just it's just more again. Like I have to like this yeah. is a thing that like a tactic like back in high school because I was really bad with doing my homework then too. I have to like put my nuts in a vice or like really Ooh, gross like. Like, like I have to, I have to hurt myself to move forward with the project sometimes. Yeah. It's very rare that I find a project that I'm like able to keep up energy and steam through yeah. for the entirety of its project. Do you think that's why you're so proud of Ogre? Yeah. Cause I actually finished it. Yeah. Cause I actually got to a point where I could say, okay, let's try it. This is finished. This is this, or this I mean, is, this it's is at least beta test. Exactly. It's yeah. testable. Um, and that, that's just like, same thing. And that's why I'm kind of going like when I'm when I'm making those things I'm like should I just be doing this because my brain it it works on that or maybe maybe I just it's just a matter of doing it over and over and over again. Well, I would say that that's what helped. Although I already I already felt like I really liked editing, so yeah. you know. And you um, do enjoy that process. I really do. I really do. And like for my, I'm not to say that I don't. Enjoy, I don't. Sorry, I'm just cutting you off. I don't. It's not that I don't enjoy editing. It's just I find like anything to be a slog. Mm-hmm. Really. No. Anyway, I, for what I hope, keep releasing stuff under the the Dark Wolf name. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, I as well. Mainly video stuff and music. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I as well really hope that uh, this continues. Um, yeah, and, and and in terms of like hopes for the future, I had, I do want to transition to making it kind of my job and my career because mm-hmm. this is really something that. I enjoy doing, um, not necessarily with this podcast. This is always just a labor of love. Mm-hmm. Um, but like really want to aim for that mm-hmm. and try and see, is it po- even possible for me to, to do stuff with? Because, uh, I, d- I do really enjoy it. Like yeah. you said, I-, I feel in flow whenever I'm editing, whenever I'm going through it. I mean, it, it still takes me forever and, and I'm still not but you're a bit of a necessarily great too. at it. Um, but yeah, I just really enjoy it. So you're a bit of a perfectionist. A little bit. Um, there's a certain level of quality that I would love to have. I, I, I am okay moving on from stuff when I'm like, oh, that, that, that didn't cut, work. That cut doesn't work. That yeah. does, like, I'll just leave it in. Or I'll just be like, that'll just be a... That'll do. Like, like if you re, if you listen through the podcast, uh, I'm not sure, because I'm a biased source, I know where the cuts are, mm-hmm. so like I can hear it, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure... I would never notice them. You never know. Unless they're like particularly egregious, and like I can only really think of like one or two. Yeah, because like, I, but I'm, even then, it's like, oh, okay, that's a cut. Like cuts are cuts; they happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I guess I guess I'm just like I'm wondering where specifically, because like in some things that that that's kind of 
for me, for me. Uh, I'm not saying don't don't go and tell me now because that like that doesn't matter. But um, but yeah, uh, I don't know. That's that's those are my hopes for the future. Um, that's about it. Uh, okay, if you had to summarize this experience in one haiku. Alright, I have mine too. Okay, do you want to go first or should I? Uh, let's flip. Okay. Do you want a hundred or <laughs> Korean man? <laughs> I go Korean man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck! Alright, I want to catch it. Yeah. That's a pretty that weak, a really weak, weak flip. flip. <laughs> Alright, this is going to take more time than the actual writing of the haiku. Green man. All right. Do you want to go first? Or sure, I'll go first. Okay. Many days dreaming. Real human beings reaching out, finding minds and love. Wow. <laughs> that was actually really good. I really like that. Wow, that was really good. I think that works. I liked that a lot better than mine. Let's do it. I'm ready, Jacob. I don't like it now. <laughs> I, I think I'm gonna love it. <laughs> the noisy fridge. Yeah. Thirty-four episodes. Wow. <laughs> Recording friends. <laughs> <laughs> Recording friends. Friends is one syllable. Is it friends? Friends. Oh, I think kind of. Friends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm oh, so sorry. bad at sorry, this. Sorry. No, I, mine was not. Mine is not good. Compared. Yours is great. Uh, vote, vote on which one. Send a straw poll. Yeah, straw Who do you think was better? Uh, or come up with your oh. real human beings <laughs> yeah. haiku. Let's force everybody to be interviewed to come up with a haiku. That's exactly what I'm going to do. <laughs> well, that was a really beautiful haiku. That was really nice. Yeah. Yeah. Well, coming up next is going to be uh, a bunch of stuff from our friends. Yeah. Our other real human beings. Just talking about their memories but you're so foolish you are so foolish walking into the pit thinking that i was just gonna sit back and take your crap one more time man what do you think you are you ain't nothing special to me man you're a piece of flesh when i step into the ring and i look at that man across the ring from me i say well now that's my dinner that's my meal that's my meal ticket you see but what i've been living on just don't fill me up hulk hogan so i gotta have a little bit more Music for this interlude is Not Dead Yet by everyone's favorite internet bad boy, Nicky Jakey. If you've never watched any of his videos before, I'd say give it a little look-see. talks about video games mostly, but he has a really unique style of delivering information and uh, sense of humor. Music is appropriate because um, we're not dead yet. We're still going. Like I said at the very beginning, uh, we have other stuff lined up. So um, this is not the end of Real Human Beings. This is just a different part of our era. One thing I didn't really get a chance to talk about in any of the uh, previous parts or um, in an upcoming episode is that when I went back on the website, I was noticing some issues with downloading uh, later podcast episodes. I haven't really looked into that super beyond just sending somebody an email, uh, but I think like past 
episode 28 or something, or maybe even earlier, episode 30, you can't actually access any of those, or they're just blank files. Don't really know what happened there, but uh, trying to get to the bottom of it. Hopefully by the next episode 35, it'll be all fixed. Uh, fingers crossed. That's a problem for future Jake. Coming up next, we have some comments from viewers like you, people who have been on the show before, and people who want to give some opinions about some questions that we asked you. Originally, Alden and I had planned a big, more extravagant version of this, uh, but it was kind of difficult to get everything working our last week of school there, and we just ended up not really doing all of it, you know what, I think this turned out pretty good too, so let's get to that then. send them in smaller bits so that it's easier for Jacob to edit. Uh, being a real human being, being, God, uh, to me, <laughs> means just being super blunt and not really having a filter, but that's kind of just how I live my life. Um, what does it mean to be a real human being? I think that means you're honest with your answers and who you are and how you present yourself. And with that honesty, hopefully through that genuineness, you're just having fun being you. Being a real human being means being a thoughtful, open, fun person looking for new adventures, good conversation. And fun. Uh, what does it mean to be a real human being? To be a real human being means to grab life by the horns because you only live once. Uh, if you are not live, laugh, loving, then what are you even doing? Real human beings always shoot for the moon because even if they miss, they'll still land among the stars. They make checklists and checklists of New Year's resolutions that they are committed to, but forget about roughly 3.5 weeks later. New Year, new you. Not because of those lists, but because real human beings just want to have fun. And above all, real human beings avoid cliches at all costs. Oh, and sometimes they put stuff off until the very last minute and then become like a big ball of anxiety before handing it in at the last minute or submitting it like a week late. To me, being a real human being is being able to laugh with friends and speak candidly about topics that you're super passionate about. For me, that would be pizza because I love pizza. So being a real human being is, well, if you divvy up the three terms, um, we can all know what being a real human is, but I think being a being is sort of operating through the world and observing the world and reflecting on the world 
at uh, not quite a hundred percent, maybe at like sixty-five percent. I think, yeah. Because you know, if you're a if you're a real human Google, that's what a hundred percent. Nine. Nine percent. Sorry, that was 69% according to Alden. Being a real human being is going through life with, uh, at like 30% der, 30% derping, I'd say. My realest human being moment is definitely eating really delicious Santa chocolate months after Christmas, after eating China pizza. That was a that was a true moment for the three of us, and it was fantastic. From my experience, I thought the questions were really funny and good, and provoked a lot of thought and good discussion. And so I really appreciate my time being part of one of the real human beings. Do I wish that my um, caricature had a little more yellow in this collection? Sure, but we're not all perfect, and that's okay. My bun was still pretty cute in the picture. My real human being moment was when I really had to pee during the interview, and I was very honest with that in my bladder control. Uh, my most real human being moment was when I told you the story about how I punched a guy in the dick at a school dance. It was really awkward, but made for a good story. My latest real human being moment, not my biggest one, but my latest one, this is the one that came to my mind. Uh, so it happened when I brought in a stray dog. Uh, I found him in the parking garage of my building under a bunch of electric scooters. So I went upstairs, I made him a whole bunch of scrambled eggs, and I brought them to him and gave him some water. And the next day I decided I was going to bring him home, but then I lost him for a week. He disappeared and I was really sad and looking around in the parking garage for him every night. And then uh, on Friday, he mysteriously found his way into my house. I uh, don't, don't know how, it was like magic. Uh, <laughs> then I was like fostering him, note the heavy air quotes, until I could find him a forever home. But somehow, every time I try to give him away, he somehow ends up back at my house. It's so weird. And that's how I got a dog. And then I found five bucks. My realest human being moment has got to be drunk on the go-kart track just after the rain, sliding around a corner with Jacob in my headlights and Alden on my tail. That's got to be it. Well, for realist human being moment, if we're talking about when I was on the show, um, I'd probably say I felt pretty bingy when I learned about so much in Scotland just from being on the show. So much I learned so much about Scottish Take Two. Um, so my realist human being moment, if you're referring to when you're on the show, ah, I'm gonna take that again. So. I'd say my realest human being moment, uh, if we're talking about when I was on the show, was probably when I learned so much about Scottish, Scottish history um, just from being on the show. Like, I really didn't know that much, and I was living in Scotland, 
That felt pretty bingy then, I guess. Okay, all of these are real human being moments. Um, who's a real human being? Jake for Alden. Ooh, I feel like I'm fighting between my two dads in a non-weird way, but I feel like I've I've heard Alden speak, but Jacob, you're the one who was part of the interview that I had, so I'd have to say you. But I do hope Alden Alden as well. As far as a realer human being. I mean, really? You're really gonna ask me to choose sides here? You are equally Bing. You are equally human. You are equally real. I don't think I could ever choose who's a more realer human being, you or Alden. You're both just lovely little humans. I don't think it works. Just one of you. You together make the perfect human being. And for the last one, uh, I choose neither of you as the realest human being because I feel that you really truly only achieve your final form when you're together. As of this moment, Jacob Skirmerhorn is the realer human being simply because he knows the amazingness of New York City pizza. <laughs> but once Alden has had the opportunity to come down to New York, he does have the chance to meet up with Jacob's score. He just needs to come to New York and eat the za. Be here. Eat it. Love you guys. And I'd have to say Jacob is the real human being because Alden's operating at like 90% here. <laughs> Whereas Jacob's maybe a, a high, high 30s. <laughs> yeah, Jacob also puts in more effort to uh, research and so he's a bit more of the search engine whereas Alden is the comment section the com yes the opinion pieces flying at you however the theme song is excellent Is that enough, Jacob? Is that enough? Uh... Just gonna do a sound check here to see if I was talking into the wrong end of my phone. Hello? Hello? Yep, I was definitely talking into the wrong end of my phone. Such a real human being I am. Man, guys, um, I am overcome by how cool you are. Um, so thank you for everyone who participated in that and uh, answered some silly questions uh, so honestly and uh, profoundly. I was not prepared for how real those answers were to those real human being questions. Um, really, though, guys, I love you, and um, I hope you're all doing great. 
The music in this part for our last interlude of season three is Summer's Gone, which is done by a Chinese rapper. I'm pretty sure she's the girl that you hear. Um, and her name is Da Baozi, which I've been learning a lot more Chinese since being back. Really ironic, I know. Uh, but that just means big steamed bun. Joni J is the guy who's featured on it, and he's um, well-known in China. We never really got to go back to uh, music in China so much. I would have loved to do some more with that, uh, delve into the other places where music creativity and, and that type of thing resides in a country like China. But uh, who knows, maybe, maybe sometime else we'll be able to. Last but not least is our fix of the week. Picks of the week. Our last picks of the week in China. Wow, it is the last week. Yeah, man. Hmm. Yeah, it's the last picks and the last week. Well, I've got a good one to pick. Yeah? Yeah. Go for it. I think you've already picked this one. Oh, yeah? Yeah. But I'm going to pick it. I think as kind of homage slash tribute to my friend. My pick of the week this this week, this final week, Mm -hmm. is the film The Room. By one Tommy Wiseau. Anyway, how is your sex life? Hi, doggy. Oh, hi, Mark. You are tearing me apart, Lisa! No, I've never picked this. I've never picked I, this. I will pick as my favorite The, the Room. room. Oh. The Room oh, by right. Tommy Wiseau. Cool, man. Uh, I cool. resisted watching this for a very long time. He did. Uh, just mostly out of a meme at, at near for the most part because I just you just re- wanted to be cool by yeah. not having seen yeah, it yeah 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 because uh, everybody's like it's so funny and I'm like eh, no if everybody else thinks it's funny I'm it it's definitely funny. not yeah, yeah. Uh, but I, I was just like well it's the last week let's humor him let's, <laughs> it's like it's like getting it's like your dog who's really old you're like let's give him a steak <laughs> dark. <laughs> He's going away to the farm now, boys. Dark, gonna... <laughs> dark shit right there. All right. No, no, that's, that's not what I meant. No, I just I think I felt like it, like I'd said I'm gonna watch the room. So then we watched the room the other day. Yeah. And uh, I well, really. What did you find? I really <laughs> in the room. Yeah. Well, how did you find it? I I it was a, a lot shorter than I expected. Yeah. It was a lot more sedate than I thought it would be. <laughs> it was way less like manic because yeah. I'd only ever seen like meme clips. Right. The other thing too is that like. I think the people that people like there's a quote like, Oh hi Mark. Yeah. I did not you're tearing me apart like all those ones. Yeah. Overrated. There are some way better like meme material, yeah. like weirder stuff in there that Definitely. you could use. 
I mean, like Chris R already there. I love Mike's I love Mike's the whole adventure. Mike just being there randomly. <laughs> yeah. If you, he, I like Peter a lot too. Peter's I like great. Peter is great. Peter is great. Just not Peter showing, showing up. up there. Like there are so many yeah, other not little. Not Peter being at the party. Yeah. There's so just many randomly other, being like, "Why are you doing yeah, this?" There's so many other little bits that are yeah good that I think get glossed, and that's why I think I yeah. it had been built up a little bit in my head. So then. Yeah, and so if you've never watched The Room, yeah. it's quoted as one of the best bad movies ever yeah. made, yeah. and it has cult status yeah. uh, as this one filmmaker, Tommy yeah. Wiseau, who has an yeah. incomprehensible right. accent, right. says, oh, hi, Mark. Yeah, so very... anyways, how is your sex life? Yeah. Um, they don't respect me? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's gonna well, soft... you think of everything, Lisa. Yeah. <laughs> I don't drink. I love his laughs. <laughs> um <laughs> Uh, it's incomprehensible, and, uh... See, I would argue that it isn't actually incomprehensible. Well, no, I'm... Yeah, it's true, but, but, like, it makes so many mistakes. Yes. Like, as a film. As a film, it is not a film. Like, like, as a story, like, there's, there's characters Because the story is very simple. It's a man finds out his fiancée is cheating on him with his best friend. Yeah. And if you... That's it. If you look (laughs) at the... If you look at the background, you look at the things, this is where my nerdy part gets into it. Um, Greg Sestero is one of the co-leads, and uh, he wrote an entire book about it called The Disaster Artist, which is one of my favorite books ever. A really good audio book as well, um, if you have a long car ride. Uh, Shit, what was I going to say about this? Oh, but um, it is is Tennessee Williams or uh, The Talented Mr. Ripley or some family drama thing like that uh that is extended out through the eyes of tommy the brain of tommy (laughs) yeah so it's like a direct look into this uh tortured mind yeah this weird (laughs) guy who's like obsessed with image and he's an immigrant and he's very patriotic but he's also very lonely he's very egotistical and and the book exposes the good and the bad of all that because one of the things that keeps on coming back is like why is Greg friends with this weirdo? Yeah. And part of it is, like, he helped him out when he yeah. had a hard time. Yeah. And there's something about that that's, like, two souls that are lonely find mm. each other. And there's yeah. something beautiful about that. But at the same time, Tommy's also, like, horrible. And, and it shows both sides of that. Right. I find that really fascinating. Um, that's, the, that's the meta. Yeah. But, like, you were, we were talking about during the movie. It's, Just like, like, the actual text itself yeah, is that's, incredible that's what, as that's, well. what I, that's what I meant to. Yeah, like, yeah. Because I think and 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 you in your typical frying pan way reactivated me and I'm like yes this is crazy you're yeah. right and you had a really great theory behind it yeah my theory my theory is that uh, it is an episode it's the it's the ulti- it's the last episode yeah. of a long running soap opera yeah that makes it's, so much sense because there's a lot of times where characters will come in and leave scenes yeah where there's dialogue that's intimating that there's something else happening. The famous there's, breast cancer yeah. line. I got the results of the test back. I definitely have breast cancer. There's there's Chris R and his drug deal. There's yeah. Peter and Michelle and Mike. And, and Michelle and, and Mike, Mike are just randomly there. There's all these characters. There are like, from, there's all, six yeah. stories going on, but we only ever see one story. Right. It's like a soap opera where Every other they, only focus, yeah, they only focus on two characters. <laughs> and... I, I think you cracked the code. That's yeah. what it is. Because yeah. it's it's shot like a soap opera. Like yeah. the sets are yeah. 
so bad yes. and the acting is, is not is, good yeah. except like yeah. some really comic oh the writing is horrible that, you know you st- the thing is if you stretch those scenes out over ad breaks and say two hours like you had a two like you had two one hour episodes a special soap opera day two one hour episodes and you have those those sex scenes which happen like back to back with a bit of breathing room with ads become much more understandable yeah I don't, I don't weird, know if I agree with you on that. But there's, like, things that you can almost look at as, like... And but... But... Okay, I don't agree yeah, with you with that. Yeah. But what I will agree with you with is I think that if you had those other scenes, scenes yeah. that have been cut out, yeah. this would be Such so a, much more... The, the thing that I connected to a lot, and maybe this is just because, you know, watch I want to connect it to everything, yeah. but uh, Twin Peaks, yeah. specifically Fire Walk With Me, yeah. because Twin Peaks itself has, like, a very soap opera feel the, Yeah, the, the shots are very normal. But uh, in Fire Walk With Me, you really see the, the character of Laura Palmer, who is so much like Lisa. Yeah. When you come back to it, she even... The actresses yeah. even look similar. Yeah. And uh, it's like... I she love... She keeps her. on changing, like, her thing. And so I'd love to think about this now. Like, Lisa is, like... Similar. Yes. It's similar to... to She's tortured by, like, demons or yeah. something. Or, like... I don't know what it is, but, like... Yeah. It, there's so much there yeah. now that I'm like, oh, my God, you could view yeah. it as this. I love... I, I don't know. I find, I find of all the characters, Lisa is the most fascinating. She her, is. Because her, her... She's like Laura Palmer. She got... So she's... she's a, she is sociopathic. I think, like... I don't think she I, cheats on Johnny and constantly on, says like I love him yeah. to him but, yeah. but doesn't say I love him to other when he dies yeah. she cries but then immediately says to Gray or Mark who's her paramour hey we can, with, yeah. we can be together now and over the friend, dead body yeah. Yeah. And, and like these are actions of somebody who's just kind of experimenting with emotions like seeing what she can do she's also a nymphomaniac she yeah. insists she on had sex three times three times in a 24 hour or, period yeah within a 24 hour period yeah. and like was wanting sex like she right. was like come over now there's yeah. great little scenes too like there's a scene where he uses the tape recorder machine to record mm-hmm. a conversation which I know is like a tactic that they used in East Germany and like other East European states yeah. as a method of like recording yeah, that's where Tommy's originally from yeah, yeah. so like wiretapping and that sort of thing mm-hmm. that's what he would have known from like yeah. his back memory right I also love the mother I think the mother is another unappreciated character because she yeah. frequently is this position where like I know you don't love Johnny yeah. but marry him anyway she's a mature sociopath who's yeah. like game. she talks about Harold's giving me trouble I've got this ex-husband. Oh, she divorced him. She's yeah. moving through all these like guys. There's all these other people that she mentions. Yeah, like Shirley something or yeah, other. Yeah, exactly. buying a new house. Yeah. yeah, she's she's in this different, and yeah. she's saying to her daughter like, "Look, yeah. I know you don't care about him, mm-hmm. and I know you you can still sleep with Mark. Just just say yes to the wedding and suffer through that little thing. Financially, uh, you'll be financially secure. It's just like yeah. I I I always come back. I ask Jacob this a lot. Can could this movie be made in such a way where you could have something more and I think you until I watched it with you I would say nah not really but now (laughs) that you we have stumbled across this and I keep on thinking of like a Lynchian like weird thing I'm like I know what actually I do I do think you could yeah it would be really difficult I'm not saying it would be easy yeah but I, I, I gotta say, it, it's just such a... I wouldn't want to recast. I would want to keep everyone the yeah, same, for, for For my yeah. money, I would say that, like, yeah. the enjoyment that I got out of it was yeah. definitely not a lot of the, like, the meme stuff. Yeah. The, like, the Tommy Wiseau's weirdness. Though, yeah. I have to say, I think he, a lot of his quotes are, like, 
the best is the laughing. <laughs> His weird, like, when they're, like, jogging and the, like, weird side dialogue that they're having. Uh, throw it over here, yeah, man. Uh, yeah, like, it's... <laughs> no, it's, I, yeah, it's that's not in. Uh, it's, uh, I can't do it. It's um, too good. But uh, yeah. it, it is... it is. I agree with you. It is a fascinating movie. I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, I really I, am. I, I, I think yeah. it's a brilliant little... Piece. I think what really surprised me is that it was short. Like yeah. that's I in my head I thought it was longer. In my head I thought it was like bigger. Long, like two hours and thirty minutes. Yeah, and, and like I thought that like the I thought that the filming would be like I thought there'd be more characters in it. I thought that yeah. it would be wider shots. I thought yeah. that the room would there would be more to the house. Like I thought it was yeah. like, with all the money he dropped into it. Yeah. I thought it would have been bigger. Yeah, but but it's know, not. And that's, that's one of the a, things is like you can sink that much money yeah. and come up with yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. Um. And so yeah. I, was, I was very pleasantly surprised. I would give. I think I gave it. I can't remember what my review was at the one Peter out of a chocolate blowjob, yeah. but I would give it a solid. Like if I'm like for pure, is it the best bad movie that I've ever watched? No, I would not put it in that category. I think it's just a good movie. I think it's just like I ironically enjoy it now. I'm I'm now fully like I think it in it in in so far that it's telling a the the meta story. That it's Johnny, like, because you brought up the point that you think that this did happen to Johnny. This, yeah. The story of, like, him being cheated on. I think it's very clear that, yeah, that, yeah just knowing him and knowing uh-huh. how he works. And, like, yeah. again, the disaster yeah. artist yeah. fills this out a yeah. lot. To me, I think somebody ended up cheating on yeah. him. And this is him trying to, like, come to grips with it. Yeah. And it's a very 12-year-old yeah. reaction where he's like, oh, everyone would it'd be so, so sad when, if I killed myself. Yeah. And like all of the characters are always like, oh, Johnny's great. Like yeah. Lisa, why are you doing this? Yeah. And she's just like so mean. Yeah. Um, and this is like his way of trying to get back. Yeah, or figure out whatever of, it was. Tell yeah. his story, I guess. Yeah. I mean, again, very immature, but I would. It's fascinating I would, looking. So yeah, I would say it's not a good film. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic work of art. Yeah. Of what we would call uh, art, like naive art. It's the term that they use within the industry, which is art that is made by somebody who has no formal training. Yeah. But still says something important. Mm-hmm. I've talked about it on the podcast before. But uh, I think it's one of my... Cool. Well, yeah. uh, if you guys want to check out what we thought about it and everything, uh, we'll have a commentary track. Uh, hopefully up pretty soon. Yeah. Well, pretty soon, meaning uh, a year. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, cool. That's good. Yeah. All right, Jacob, what's your pick well, I'm going to cheat a little bit because I have like my, I'm going to have two. Okay. I have my one that's more of just like, I just want to mention it. I don't want to spend a ton of time on it. Yeah. And I have my other that I kind of want to, I don't know if I want to talk more. Or is kind of like my true pick of the week. Yeah. The other one is kind of just because I, you I don't know if I'm going to chance to mention it again. Right. So right. I want to mention it here. Uh, got to go to Korea um, and uh, got to go to a movie, a uh, Korean movie that just came out. It's by the same director who did, um, I think, The Host and mm-hmm. also, um, fuck, what's the name of it? Snowpiercer. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I forgot his name, which is bad, but he's Korean. And he made up a new movie that's called Parasite. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, it's all about this family, low class, low status family, very poor, who the son kind of cons his way into a job as a uh, 
uh, tutor for the girl in this rich family, and the rich family is very gullible, and so he eventually cons a bunch of jobs for his family members, so the dad, the mom, and his sister, and it's a really interesting movie that I'm not really gonna, I'm not gonna spoil or say anything. It has a lot to say about class mm -hmm. and um, uh, the way that we treat people and the, the situations that we find ourselves in, right. which was very similar to another Korean movie that I saw this year, Burning, mm. which was very good as well. And I think watching those two movies back to back, uh, especially having them come out like in the same year, basically, no. not, not actually, but basically in the same, the same year, um, is really interesting to think about and the fact that Korea is... That's what they're really concerned about, is this idea of class and mm -hmm. classism. Uh, it's a really good movie. Uh, it takes a sharp turn, sharp left turn, mm. like halfway through. That's the most I'll say about the plot twist. Mm. Uh, if you've ever watched The Host and any of those things... You know what's up. You might, you might know that you there's know like, stuff coming. But it is, it is very funny. It, it's like a comic film. But there's also... has a lot to say, and uh, some of it's dark. Yeah. So, go check it out. Um, my other pick of the week... Uh, is because this is kind of the last episode of our time here in China. Uh, I watched the end of Adventure Time mm -hmm. recently, um, mm -hmm. which ended a while back, but... Um, you got to it. I finally got to it, and uh, it, it was fitting because I was watching it towards the end of mm -hmm. our time here as well. And uh, it, my, my pick of the week is a song from the last episode. Um, really, I guess two songs, but um, mm. specifically... Uh, I'm gonna. It's gonna be the music that we ride yeah. out to today, um, and it's gonna be um, Rebecca Sugar, Rebecca Sugar, Rebecca Sugar, um, doing a live version of the song, which is called Time Adventure, mm -hmm. and it's the end of this long-running TV show, um, and the lyrics are all about when a good thing ends, like how you feel about it, mm -hmm. and just about letting go kind of and yeah. accepting it and knowing that it will happen happening happen um and i literally cry every <laughs> single time i hear it um <laughs> she wrote it for her friend and showrunner adam muto um and uh, if you watch the full video you can also see uh john dimaggio who plays jake he's uh. like sobbing um because it's a beautiful summary of like how that feeling feels when you know yeah. something is going to end um, but you enjoyed it and, uh, all those things that go along with it. Hmm. So that's, 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 a, that's a solid pick, man. That's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah. Ha will happen, happening, happen. Mm. That's, that's what this podcast is. So I hope, hope you guys feel that way too. <laughs> <laughs> Cause we'll always have this. Yeah. So yeah. From all of us here at the studio. <laughs> Almost real human beings. Good night. I love you. Me too. Bye guys. You don't have to include that fit. Until <laughs> until we meet again. Until we meet again. Until we meet again. I yeah. love you guys. Because yeah. I can't stay away, I actually wrote one last song for the last episode. And I would love to play it here. Please do. Um This song is called Time Adventure, and it's dedicated to Adam Muto. Oh. <laughs>
helps things make sense. So we're always living in the present tense. It seems unforgiving when a good thing ends. But you and I will always be back then. 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 Singing will happen, happening happened. Will happen, happening happened, and will happen again and again. Cause you and I will always be back then. If there was some amazing force outside of time to take us back to where we were and hang each moment up like pictures on the inside a billion tiny frames so that we could see it all it would look like will happen happening happened will happen happening happened and will happen again and again cause you and I will always be back then cause you and I will always be back then Cause you and I will always be back then That's why You and I will always be best friends I hope I'll probably get into this later, but I hope this this serves as like a a platform. Well, like a, a time cap, yeah. a, a time a Bing capsule, a time capsule. Yeah. Uh, just for you know, if you were here for this point of time and you ever want to look back, you'll yeah. be able to do that. I mean, maybe just more for me, but but like just in general but that too. It is there. Yeah, yeah, just that it's there, and that yeah, if other people who. Mm-hmm. I've had this shared experience. Ever want to come back and look mm-hmm. back? It'd be like, oh yeah, I remember that part of time. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know if you really need it for, you know, thirty-four hours, but uh, that's pretty cool. If you want it, it's there. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of weird, but <laughs> it's just crazy how like thirty-four hours plus really generating content is so much easier than actually using content. What do you mean? So like. Theoretically, I could have like a thousand hour podcast, which basically just is like every day for an hour, I talk into a microphone. But like if I was actually trying to edit it or if somebody was trying to listen to it, that's like much more than just generating it. Does that make sense? So like me recording something Mm -hmm. doesn't take much effort. And Mm -hmm. like if I wanted to edit it, that takes like I've got an hour worth of stuff that takes four four hours worth of editing. Yeah. So like generation as opposed to like... Mm-hmm. creation or like construction i guess yeah totally like two different beasts almost because like you could just have an unstructured podcast where i literally just you just put the whole thing up with an intro and an outro mm-hmm. that'd be very boring but you could and like you would have reams and reams of material but like what's the point of it nobody would ever listen to it 
something like the process of construction. To make yeah, I mean, the process of construction, we even yeah. we determine what's important yeah. and what's not yeah. in what we're, you know, mm-hmm. what we're choosing to show and what we're choosing not to show. Raindrops mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah. on roses and whiskers on kittens. How's the sound? Oh, that's pretty good. This is going to be episode 34. 34? Can you believe that? 34 episodes. 34 episodes. That's that's as old as you and me combined. Yeah. Actually, wait, hold on. Jacob, what's your age? 25. And I'm 28 years old. Do you know what that's together? What is that? 69. No, it's actually 53. <laughs> Did but you, when, do, when, when how old, how first? old will we be when we are sixty nine? Let's see. Uh, I'll you'll be thirty three, and I'll be thirty six. Mm-hmm. That'll be a very special day. You know, we're definitely going to talk about stuff from the past, but mm-hmm. I think it's more of a reflective thing rather yeah. than, I don't know. It's more it, navel-gazing you know, than anything yeah, else. Yeah, it is navel-gazing. We, we do this a lot where we talk <laughs> I, about we, the I love my navel. I'm just going to say that right now. I've never liked the word navel. Really? Navel-gazing. It sounds gross. That's better than dick-gazing. I think I've said that to you before, too. Maybe. I don't I remember. remember that. Navel-gazing. I don't know. There's nothing wrong with it. It's, like, it's healthy. What if you got fluff in your navel? You know, you got a little, 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 uh, little fluff in there. You got to clean it out. That's more of belly something button. that happens in the shower. Belly button you know? Wind, you know? Yeah. Yeah, belly button sounds less aggressive than navel to me. Yeah. Navel sounds... It's weird to think that there are people without belly buttons. Yeah. It's a scar that every human has. Yeah. It's a weird sort of thing to That's think how you can tell if they're aliens or not. It's true. Spoilers for us, by the way. <laughs> I still haven't seen it. <laughs> I should soon. Um, How'd you know it was about aliens? <laughs> Uh, when I was younger, when I was bored, I, again, thinking about myself and autism, I used to write all over your body, like streams of stuff on my arms and my hands. That would be a really good thing for a D&D character. Like just reams and reams and reams not of to, stuff. Not to go over, yeah, no. uh, not, to, not to gloss over the fact that you <laughs> wrote things all over your arms, uh, what would they be? Notes from class, thoughts. Just random stuff. Numbers. Man. There's a character in a book that I read recently that he's like, uh, that's his thing. He's like uh, all by himself on a raft floating in a bunch of trash island. Um, The only thing you need to know about China is that it's a group of beautiful people in an old, old land suffering under corrupt mafiosa x style government which will use and abuse them to maintain power and one day i hope it collapses into horrible ruin and they build something better i like bauta if you want me to i don't I, we don't have to though i don't know it would be a bonus sure okay. yeah alden reads comic book synopsis <laughs> yeah sure i don't know if there's a catchy title for that <laughs> it, it is funny ridiculous is it recording now yeah we're good yeah, I know. I was just saying to, to Jacob that I find comics like th- we want to talk about like comic movies, and people yeah. say like they're like all oh, like stupid or whatever. But 
they don't understand how weird. how stupid uh, comic books are at their root core. Like having Hulk, Iron Man, Captain America, and all those guys get together and then fighting like whatever Thanos. That's a pretty basic bitch plot. Like we're not like really yeah. floating around with a lot of stuff. Take this for example. Yeah, give you an example. I'll give you an example here. This was in a comic book I just picked up. The Black Vortex, Chapter 4. This is the synopsis prior, so we know a little background information. It's Guardians of the Galaxy and X-Men. So comic... Like, that's the thing, too. Comic books have done everything. There's nothing comic books haven't done because they have to put out a story every, like, month, basically, right? Yeah. So they're, they're, they're pumping out the stuff as fast as they can. They're going to cover as much ground as possible. It's going to be ridiculous. Pre- uh, previously in the Black Vortex, billions of years ago, the ancient race named the Viscardi were gifted an object of immense cosmic power by a Celestial. This artifact, known as the Black Vortex, transformed the user, imbuing them with cosmic energy. However, the power of this object caused the Viscardi to turn on each other, and annihilating their own race from within. So that sentence alone, bit of background information, not horrible. Mm-hmm. Why would the Celestials give them this Black Vortex? Whatever, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Presently, Peter Quill and Kitty Pride had recently discovered that the sadistic Mr. Knife is actually Peter's father, Jason. 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 J apostrophe S O N. Jason. Jason. I'm Jason. I'm Jason. The deposed emperor of Spartax. I'm your son. Yeah. It's Spartax. Spartax. (laughs) Finding that Knife had recovered the black vortex, they were forced to act. So, first off, we need to know who Peter Quill is and Kitty Pride is. And what's whatever, it doesn't fucking matter. Peter and Kitty stole the artifact and recruited the Guardians of the Galaxy and the X Men to help battle Mr. Knife. But the group was soon attacked by Knife's enhanced henchmen, the Slaughter Lords, forcing Gamora to use the Black that's, Vortex to fend them off. That's such an intense name, the, the Slaughter Lords! <laughs> to escape their pursuers, Storm had magic teleport the group to Spartax's moon. As the group argued over what to do with the Vortex, the elder, be- the elder beast and angel chose to submit to the vortex. So, now cosmically aware, the three enhanced heroes, so I'm assuming they mean Gamora, Beast, and Angel, right. set themselves above the others, taking the black vortex and rocketing away with a new mission. Oh, Beast. I thought you meant yeah. the elder beast. No, like, the elder. Like, like H.G. Wells no, or something. No, the elder, capital B, Beast, yeah. to reshape the right. universe in their image. But those they left behind did not have long to react as Knife's Flying Fortress appeared in the sky, firing a massive blast directly at the moon. So, yeah, that's... That's idiotic. Yeah, it's, it's, it's almost impossible to understand. Um, what yeah. I think would be funny, mm-hmm. and if we're, if we're looking towards the future, mm-hmm. what would be, like, you have three, and then I have to pick... Or whoever yep. has to pick which one is the fake one. Oh, nice! Like you write, yeah. you, you I take, write three. You take, there's three. Mm. You take two for real life, and yeah. then you write another one that's fake. And you gotta pick. The and fake you gotta one. pick the fake one. Yeah, this is, looks really. That'd be funny. The, now the thing about he even says your chariot, X Men, like Milady, but he X Men's them. Hmm. That's Peter Quill, I guess. Um. Sorry. No. Yeah. It's just. It's just. Like if you. Are not aware, like, 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 oh, yeah, I guess the individual comic book, like, mm-hmm. like, like, magazines like that, right? Yeah. They, like, a lot of them are digestible in, like, I mean, like, ten minutes. Yeah. Like, if that. Yeah. Um, and, like, nothing usually happens of no. note. Like, I only find that I can really get something out of a graphic novel or a comic book. It's 200 pages. 
But yeah, if if it's if it's a if it's a volume mm-hmm. of of collecting, I can't imagine books. collecting comic books. Yeah, I that's, can't that's imagine a very being, specific. I can't imagine being that kind of person. I mean, not I to can, disparage the people who do that. No, but just I mean, like, I can I can understand why they do it. I just I don't have that myself. Yeah, uh, like I can understand like oh you get pleasure out of collecting things because that's what other people are like too. I mean, I can't speak. I collect RPG PDFs. So. Right. That's. Arguably, even more nerdy than uh, it is nerdier than uh, but it's mine's yes. hidden, and I feel like I don't. You don't expose it publicly on a recorded no, I do expose that's, it publicly. That's sent I just think out it's, into it's... the airwaves ever. <laughs> oh man, I I collect I collect RPG <laughs> systems, but I would never admit it on mic. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> no, I just think comic book nerds are a special breed. Well. Comic books in general, too. Yeah. Um, and they're also the most around. opinionated, which... That's the thing I don't understand. They've had so many revamps. Like, they have mm-hmm. had so many comic books have countless revamps of, what, or different origin stories for heroes. Yeah. This is Superman from a different universe. Yeah. But then if you make Thor, or, sorry, Heimdall black, they fucking throw a hiss fit. And, and like... Well, because yeah. it is... Racism masquerading as no, I'm aware. Content. I'm, a, I'm like, aware, but like the, that's my, the that's just, what I would but say. the justification is so weak. Like right, that's because it's because it's racism masquerading no. as like I know respect but, for source material. But like, pick a better racist tangent. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, <laughs> sure. But if you're gonna use the racist debate. That, well, that's just how I would argue yeah. it. I feel like, yeah, I agree. There's been they've been remixed so many times, and there's so many variations. versions out yeah. there and variations and TV shows and yeah. movies and comic books and toys and figures and everything yeah. under the sun. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I agree with you. And like just the fact that anyone would have that much knowledge inside of them too is impressive on some levels. Yeah, it is. Yeah. In the same way that computer remembering my where my porn is hidden is impressive. Um, Still don't want to broadcasting to the world. I don't think that that's another... I don't think that's a one-to-one <laughs> metaphor there. I still don't want to hear about it. No. All right. <laughs> uh, well, this has been Comically Synopsis. Something nice. like that. I, uh, I think it should be Comically a comical something. Su- a comical synopsis? Comical synopsis. Uh, Maybe com- that uh, Comically... A comic con. Ah, that's good. Comic Con. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Good. Good. That, that's a good that's a good if we ever come back yeah, to it, that's a yeah. good segment. Yeah, the we Comic Con. Yeah, that's a good segment. Alright. Um 